Welcome to the Vine Podcast. You're listening to episode one. You love the time you get to spend creating content on your blog and connecting with your audience, but building a brand and working on your website, that's where it can feel overwhelming. With all of the lists out there of everything that you should do, sometimes you just feel like giving up. But friends, there's a better way. When you spend time strategically thinking about your blog, you'll discover what is essential to build a successful and sustainable business and what's not. I'm your host, Madison Wetherill, a WordPress web designer and branding strategist for food bloggers. I'm here to help you think strategically about the brand you're building, connect with your ideal audience, and ultimately convert them into raving fans, the ones who actually make your recipes, interact with you, and make this whole food blogging journey worth it. It's time to design a business you love and remember why you started a blog in the first place. You guys, I am so excited to be recording the very first episode of the Vine podcast today. This has been a podcast that I've been thinking about starting for months, and I am finally taking the plunge, and I'm so excited to be getting started. So this podcast is all about building a strategic website and brand, so I figured the most natural place to start would be with answering the question, what is a strategic blog? So that's exactly what we're going to do today. Back when I started blogging in 2012, the blogging world looked totally different than it does today. It was much less competitive, and a lot of people honestly were just doing it as a hobby. There were some people who were just starting to scratch the surface of making money with their blog, but things just were not the same as they are today. When people wanted to redesign their blog with a new logo or a new theme, they were primarily focused on aesthetics. And listen, there's nothing wrong with wanting your website to look good. I'm a web designer, of course, so I can completely understand wanting your website to look good. But when you focus on only making your website look good, you can miss the bigger picture. So what is a strategically designed website? It considers all aspects of your website, and it combines user experience with stunning visuals. It focuses on goal conversion and not just trendy colors or fonts. So let's start with user experience. A strategically designed blog thinks about the audience's journey when they land on your website. So think about where your audience is coming from when they land on a blog post. For a lot of us, they're coming from Pinterest or Google and they're landing directly on a blog post. There's a few things to take into consideration when you think about this type of audience. They're unlikely to trust you right away because they may not have ever experienced your website before, and they want to get straight to the recipe. They're unlikely to take action, except for maybe saving the recipe to make later, or actually making the recipe right away. For a lot of us, we might have traffic that's coming directly from Instagram, from promoting a recipe on Instagram stories, or talking about a recipe in your feed where someone clicks the link in your bio. With this type of audience, they already trust you, but they're also coming for very specific content from your Instagram account. They're more likely to take action by subscribing to your newsletter or saving the recipe for later. Now, when someone lands on your blog post, you want to think through how you want them to dive into your content deeper. This could be things like category links within the blog post or on your sidebar. Could be your navigation menu is optimized. It could be that you have a opt-in for your newsletter, and that is, of course, after they've already made their first visit to your website. So if they're clicking from Google to a blog post and then clicking to another blog post or your homepage, that's where you would want to put that subscription bar. When you're thinking through your content, you want to ask yourself some questions. What helpful content would someone need to have in order to make this recipe successfully every time? What tools would someone need to make this recipe? What other content would they enjoy? 
So for example, if it's a dinner recipe, you want to show them other recipes that pair well with that original recipe they were looking at. There are a lot of different ways to do this, but the idea is that you want them to get further into your website. The more pages they visit on your website, the more they trust you, and the more likely they are to take action, whether that's making a recipe, subscribing to your newsletter, or following along on social media. All of these things are going to help them to come back to your website later on and eventually become one of your raving fans who makes every new recipe that you make. Now, the second thing I want to talk about is goal conversion. So with my web design and branding clients, my very first question that I ask them is what is their number one goal that you want to achieve when someone lands on your website? Now, I think for food bloggers, the natural and easy answer is that you want them to make your recipe. But if you think about that, If that was really your goal for your website, it would be a much more simple website. You'd really only need the recipe card. You wouldn't need much else. So I want you to really think through a strategic goal for your blog. Think a few layers deep. Having a goal that is strategic is going to stop you from doing things just because other people do them, and it's going to give you something to reference when you want to make a change to your website. You can ask, will this specific change to my website help me reach my goals? So let's take a look at those goals. If someone lands on your website, I'm not talking about from Google or from Pinterest, but if they just typed in your website URL, what would your goal be for that person? So think of some goals like you might want them to be building trust with you. You want them to trust you so that they will actually make your recipes. You might want them to remember your blog over other people's blogs so that when they are thinking about what's for dinner, they remember your website and go directly to your website for the latest post. So when you are thinking about wanting them to remember you, you might have differentiators about what makes you unique throughout your messaging on your website. You might have your photo on your sidebar or on your about page to help them remember your face. Your branding, of course, is going to be something that helps them remember you over somebody else. And then you can also think about the organization of your website and how you help your readers dive deeper into your content and find what they need to find. Another goal might be to get them to come back for more content. So this goal in particular is why we have things like social media links or a newsletter sign up on your website. I know it's easy to just put those things on your website because it seems like it's what everyone else does, but there is actually a strategic reason for doing this. And it's not just to get them to follow you on social media, to have higher follower numbers, to work with brands. The real reason is because you want them to come back for content. And if they follow you on social media, or if they get your newsletter, they're more likely to come back to your blog for more content. So when you think about these strategic goals, you can make smart changes to your website with these goals in mind and not just make a change because you saw somebody else do it. You'll know that every change you make to your website is helping you to achieve these strategic goals, and you'll also be able to track whether those changes to your website are helping you to reach those goals by tracking your metrics, tracking your page views, all of those kinds of things. The next thing I want to talk about is strategic branding. Now, strategic branding is going to consider what attracts your ideal reader, what colors or fonts or styles they might like, and be attracted to rather than what your favorite things might be. I think this is something that is really hard for anyone in the blogging space to grasp. And honestly, it's because your blog is your heart and soul. It's your baby. It's a reflection of you in so many ways. And oftentimes it's very hard to separate yourself and what you like from what your audience may like, especially if you're speaking to an audience that's different from you. 
So let me give you an example from outside of the food blogging industry, because I just think it's so important to look outside of our industry for trends, to see how people are doing things, and just to learn from. Recently, I worked with a health coach, and she was starting a brand new integrative health coaching business. And when we were thinking through her branding and her colors and all of those things, it was really important for us to choose colors that would resonate with that ideal audience. Now, while she might have liked bright and fun and vibrant colors, someone seeking health coaching wouldn't necessarily be in a position that that would resonate with them. Someone seeking health coaching might feel like something is off in their life and not know why. There might be some anxiety at play. There might be some even depression at play. All of those sorts of feelings are not going to attract them to something that feels bright and shiny. You might think that they would be attracted to that because it's something that they're seeking, but ultimately it might make them feel like they don't belong. So instead, we chose a combination of colors that were bright and vibrant and invoked happiness, but also colors that kind of invoked the other side of how people might be feeling. Some deeper colors, um, some colors with more emotions in them. And we combined these two sets of colors into one in order to attract her ideal client. So if you're a food blogger, I want you to ask yourself these questions. Does your current branding, meaning your logo, your colors, your website, even any extra marketing materials you might have like an ebook, does it attract the right audience? Does your messaging attract the right audience? And I'm gonna have an entire episode on just this. Does the content that you're writing attract the right audience? Now, if you're sitting here thinking, I don't really know who my ideal audience is. Again, I'm going to cover that in another episode. But for now, I want you to think of how you want someone to feel when they are first introduced to your brand. Again, whether that's someone tells them about it, they find your brand from Pinterest, they find a recipe from Google. How do you want them to feel when they land on your site? And thinking about this, you really want to think of that ideal person. What is their cooking skill level? What kind of recipes do they enjoy making? Are they cooking for fun? Are they cooking for survival? There are so many things you can think about and ask yourself. And ultimately, you really need to remember that you are not necessarily your ideal audience. Because after all, you're a food blogger and you're writing recipes for people who don't know how to make the food that you're sharing with them. Otherwise, they wouldn't need your recipe, right? So I want you to really think about all of those things when you're thinking about your branding to really make sure that it's strategic and that it's going to connect you with the right people. So to wrap up today, I want to go over again one more time what a strategically designed blog is. Again, it considers all of the aspects of your blog. It combines user experience and visuals, and it focuses on goal conversion not just what's trendy and what everyone else is doing. So some questions I want you to ask yourself, and you can find these in the show notes as well. Is your website set up in a way that helps someone find the content that they're looking for? Is your branding strategic and does it attract the right audience? How do you want someone to feel when they experience your brand? And do you have strategic goals set for your blog? If you do, I would love to hear them. You can send me a message on Instagram at Grace and Vine. You can screenshot this episode and write it in your stories, and I will share it as well if you tag me. But I want you to just be thinking about these things, and I promise that I'm going to cover a lot of content in this podcast that's going to help you answer these questions and build a strategic brand and a website and a business that you really love. 
Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed it, I would love for you to screenshot it and share it with a friend. You can tag me on Instagram stories at Grace and Vine. For the show notes for this episode, head to thevinepodcast.com. Talk soon.